Okay, good morning. So we continue our, uh, our journey through Seder Shtalshlus, which is the name used, especially in Chassidus, for the entire, what is often called the cosmic order. Seder being order, Shtalshlus being um, the progression, like a Shalshelis, which is like a chain of events that goes from the highest levels to the lowest levels, essentially a logical infrastructure, because that's how God chose to create the world, that things have a logical structure and infrastructures, whether it's in Gedusha or in Yanni Chael, there was an order of how they built a Mishkan, and there's order how we build homes and we build businesses and we build any type of structure. And it's a step-by-step process. And that's all emulating the process the way Abishta put it into place, that he wanted a logical structure. Not that he needed it. He could have created Yeshmayin. He have everything in existence as is. But for us to make sense of it and for us to most importantly emulate it and retrace the steps and reconnect to Alakus, to godliness on any level, you have to have all these steps. That's how you climb a ladder, like the ladder of uh, Yaakov's Cholom, at four rungs, which correspond to the four stages in davening. You don't jump from Moidani to Shemanesa. You start with Bechus uh, Hashachar, and then Pesukah de Zimra, and Bechus Krishma, and Krishma, and Shemanesa. This explains the four stages here. And the same thing in every Aveda in the Mishnah, Ben Chomash Lamikra, Ben Asil Mishnah, Ben Chamesh Asil Gemara, etc. So it's an orderly progression. That's the only way that you can really make a Dirabit Tachtenim, that's also Begidri Tachtenim, in a way that makes sense to us that we can internalize this. So just a few words on the word Seydish Tashas. But we began the beginning of the year all the way from Lifniat Simpson and moved our way slowly downward. And now we're in the middle of the Svidus of Atsilis. So I went through the Lifniat Simpson, and then the Simpson and Simpson Kipshute, and the Shittas, as well as the Shimu and the Kav, Makif and Primi, uh, the Elam of Ak, Odim Kadmin, and then Akudim, Nukudim Toyu, and Vrudim, another word for Tikkun or Atsilis. And we discussed um, what the Chalwar Atsilis is, and then specifically the Sphiris of Atsilis, starting from Keser, went through Chochme, Bina, Das, then Moichen and Midas, and we began with Chesed two weeks ago. Last week was a Lag Bahimer special. And this week, I'm going to continue with Gvur. So, as I've been doing each week, in each piece of this uh, so-called puzzle, each step of the way, what's critical to understand, the more above all, and that's not always emphasized when you learn it, even in the Maimorim, it's considered to be something a given, like the Allah, certain things the Maimorim don't spell out, they assume that we already know it. And that is, firstly, the necessity for each step of the way. Why do you need it? If you didn't have Gvura, or if you didn't have Chesed, or you didn't have Toyu, or you didn't have Ak, how would existence be different? And the second thing is, how does it manifest in Avedis Hashem? Meaning, how does that level help us in our Aveda 
whatever it is, Bernard Lechavere or Bernard Lamokim. So, and of course, there's a need to understand the Darga itself. Like in this case, we'll talk about Gvura. Another thing I want to point out that I've also been emphasizing that there's one of the big principles of Chassidus is the concept of microcosm, macrocosm, or language of Chazal, Elam Kotan Zer Adam. That is an Elam Godel, which is sometimes called Adam Godel Zer Elam, and there's Elam Kotan Zer Adam. That everything that is in the big picture also you find in the small picture. We call it like a hologram in, the, in the technology. So the big picture can be reflected many times in smaller pictures. Like, for example, we talked about there's Abya de Clolus, Abya de Protis. Hatzilus Asiya de Clolus is a macrocosm, with Hatzilus de Clolus being before the Tsimsum and Asiya de Clolus being Hatzilus Briyatsir, Asiya de Protis. Of microcosm. Why is that so vital? Because also in the context of Ardus Hashem and our relationship, when you have something main within you, like each human being, Medaber has also Chaytzemeich and Daimon within us. Um, even uh, a Koyin has also the level of Israel within him. And the same thing, everything is a Skalulus. So that means you can work on that madrega within yourself and then grow and reach higher madregas. So it's a vital component. So the same is true with the spheres, that besides the role of chesed and the role of gvura, they also have a klolosdika role in the whole chedrish as I shall explain. So being that we discuss chesed, which is of course kava yamin, because the spheres, as we also discussed, structured zelamatim is that the spheres have chacham bina das chesed word the first netzachid you say malchus, but there's also the way they're structured in the in the scheme of a human being, right, left, and center. Like we see, a human being is not just a straight line. We have a right side, a left side, and a center. There's the right brain, left brain, center brain. There's the right arm, left arm, the heart, the center. And the same thing on the right leg, left leg, and the center of the body. Which is the Mishkan as well. The three things, Kedish Kadashim, Kedish, and then uh, the Azara, the El Mayid. And in the, in the Kedish, you also have three. The right and left and center. The Mizbeach in the center, the Meneda to the left, and the Shulchan to the right. Which also reflects this structure. So Chesed is Kav Yamin. In that case, similar to Chachm, which is on the right side, and Bina is on the left, and Gvur is on the left as well. With Teferis being in the middle, like Das, and then like Yisod, and like Malchut. So that tells you right away that Gvur is like the alter ego, so to speak, like the mirror image of Chesed, but another extreme. So if Chesed is free-flowing, which is literally what Chesed means, kindness, love. What is kindness and love? It's all about giving. Chasadim, the mills chasadim. You're giving. It's a flow. Chasadim l'mayla, chasadim elyenim, chasadim l'mata. It's always that type of flow. Gvura, on the other hand, if chesed is like the flow, gvura is the restraint or the discipline or the discretion. These are all good words to be used. Even though the very word gvura means strength, um, gvura is also from the word din, which we'll talk about shortly. But all of those all fit under the rubric, all fit under the same category of restraint, of withholding. Whereas chesed would be giving, gvura would be withholding. 
In simple terms, we all understand it very well. When you love somebody, you can't just have chesed ligvul. Chesed has to have boundaries. If a person, for example, will love, 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 they could also overwhelm and they can um, drown somebody else and suffocate them with love. Just like rain is called gvuris kshamim, even though seemingly kshamim is, is chesed. It's water and it's brachim uh, al And yet it's called kshamim, gvuris kshamim, because it has to come down and rain drops. If it comes down like a flood, like the Gemara says in Tainus, he says, Reif teve en yechem when chen yamagel prayed for rain during a drought, started pouring, and a, 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 a flood can destroy the field just like a drought can. By doing the opposite, by too much water. So you had to have a second filler, because Reif teve en yechem In other words, gvura is necessary. If, if ches is like the gas, gvura is like the brakes. So any healthy, balanced chesed is going to always have to have gvura, shebe chesed. Or bechal gvura, that counters. In the language that we use sometimes in context, let's say, of din, gvura is din, then chesed would be schus. So chesed, you'd say, if there's someone who's in a din teda, or before Sanhedrin, before a bezden, and schus would be chesed, that person is innocent, and chayiv, that's potter, or chayiv, would be gvura, chayiv. So din also is connected to that. In the Shemus, chesed relates to kel and gvura to elikim. Like Rashi says right in the beginning of Chumash, midas hadin, elikim. The name that Ebeshti uses when he's metzamtzim or when he's sitting bedin. And din is not, not chesed. Din is the opposite. Din is, you're looking very sharply and very, with, the, with deep um, focus and introspection at a person's behavior. Like you say about Shammai and Hillel. That hilo comes from chesed, so he was more lenient. Shammai was related more to gvura, so he's far more stringent and strict. So these are the two, just in very, this is principles that you've heard many times and quite uh, easy to understand with these two midas at least. And that you need the balance between, the, between both of them. As far as the svidas go, remember the svidas we're talking here from there, nishtal mehen, from the Sviris, you have the, it evolves into the Kechas HaNefesh in the language of the Altareb and Peri Gimel. That Esa Kechas HaNefesh of the person, the ten faculties, Nishtal Shlomahen, evolve from the ten Sviris. So the Sviris is basically the divine attributes. It's the Ebrishter's so-called Midas al And then from that comes the Midas that we call Chesed and Buddha. What I just described can be applied to both. There's the Chesed Lamaila, the Chesed Lamata. Same thing with Din Lamaila and Din Lamata. When we talk about the Ebrishter, we want to talk about that because we're talking about Atzillus now, not so much in Midas Adam, even though it's parallels. Uh, so what is the role of uh, Gvura in contrast to Chesed? So we say, Elam Chesed Yibona. The Ebrishter created the world with Chesed. If he didn't have kindness, Kichafitz Chesed Hu. Chesed brings very often the language that the Ebrishter created the world because he's... Another way of expressing it. Chofetz Chesed. He wants to do Chesed. Not getting into whether that's the ultimate reason. The ultimate reason is Sava Kodesh Baruch But there's that expression, Chesed. However, the challenge is, if the Ebershin just allows his Chesodim to flow, just like everything in Elikus, Eireh himself is Bligvul. And Bligvul, in the language of the Arizal, right in the beginning of Eitz Chaim, the most famous Arizal we all know, 
No room, just like a teacher. If a teacher just in his chesed wants to just share everything he knows, a brilliant teacher, even in human level, even a teacher that's gvul, he would completely overwhelm students. So therefore, the teacher employs, that's the Moshe of the but in this case, the Ebrister employs another midah of his. Not just chesed, gvura. Gvura is the midah of Timsum and Helen. And din, to withhold or to conceal. And that's the root of uh, really where gvura of Atzillus is rooted. It's rooted in the Kayacha Helen of the Ebrister. So if chesed is the Kayacha Gili, gvura is the Kayacha Helen. And there you have the macrocosm. Not just talking about Chesed and Gvura. There's going to, and ultimately it's going to evolve into two distinct spheres in Atzilus. Midas al divine attributes. But, but in the highest levels, this is basically Kechei Legalis and Kechei Lehailin. So the Abish says both Kechis. It doesn't have to be Megala. It says the Loshan Chesidus, Leze Ikir Alakush Nesava Mimena Oir. The Abish is not defined by Oir. Shemesh was created the sun has no other purpose but to shine to say that the Ebrister because air comes from him so this makes a big fuss about this not there's not even to be a moir that's also a berotzen. but once he does choose to be to, to air, he, he also employs the second half which is the to be mile. I'm not going to go now into the levels. Some places, Chassidus talks much about how the Kayach Helam is deeper than the Kayach Gili. Like you see, a Chachem, um, a Chachem, uh, that a Chachem takes more effort to be quiet than to speak. When someone has something to say, it doesn't take much effort to speak. To control himself and restrain himself takes a lot more effort. You see, Bepel Mamish. Like the, we used to be told in Yeshiva, the joke, that uh, the Mishnah says, Yog Lechach Meshtike. So someone has the question, if that's the case, why is the Mishnah Megala the saw That way, Asheta, who's not a Chachem, will know the secret. He'll be quiet, and everyone will think he's a Chachem. So the answer that I heard from Rabbi El would tell us, he'd say, Since he's not a Chachem, he can't control himself. Even though he knows the Chazal, he won't be able to stay quiet too long. So Bamel will be Megala Partzufi, so to speak. He'll be Megala's personality. Anyway, but going back, so Bapel Mamish, Tika takes more effort. So in many ways, Helen has deeper, a deeper root. That's why you have the Lashon Kayach, Helen, Helen Ma'atzmi, and so on, has a deeper root than, uh, than Chesed. This is also, I don't know if it's an Aga, but I'll might as well say it. It's connected to Lag as well, the story with Rabbi Lozer, Rabbi Shimon. Ashbi sends his son to go get Brochus, the most important cotton. Um, to get brachas from the Bnei Marova, the Talmud Chacham in the West. And they come, he comes there, and to, he's appalled to hear, instead of giving him brachas, they gave him clothes, the worst possible curses. Comes back to his father, and he says, they cursed me, instead of blessing me. And he says, what they say? And the Gemara elaborates the things they said, and Ashbi said the opposite. These are really brachas. So the big question is, why do they have to put it in that language? So there's different answers given in Alpinigla. The Alter Rebbe, it's a Machzedek, and the Teichacha talks about that the real Cholos and the Teira are really Brochus. Like the story of the Mitle Rebbe, that when the Tata Lein, So why then is the language of Cholos? So let us say the Brochus, because the Brochus is so deep, it can't be expressed in the Keli of Chesed. 
because the keli of chesed is mugbul. So Helen could be megala more than hengili, uh, paradoxically. So many ways, Gevuda has a strength that even chesed doesn't have. I'll talk about that short, a little more soon. Just wanted to point it out because we're talking Lamaila. So here we have two kavim. Bechatchila, they're not two kavim. They're both, uh, if you go all the way to the Shadish, in the biggest macrocosm, as I said, Kreichi Lahoyer, Kreichi Lahailim, or sometimes the expression is Yecholte Lahoyer, Yecholte Shiloy Lahoyer. So in Yecheles, Atzmus, Yecheles, and Yecheles can be divided. It's just in our language, Lashachich Hesaizen, you say God has the capacity to do anything. So we have to use some words. So we say the Yecheles to radiate, Yecheles to be Megala, Yecheles to not be Megala. That's the ultimate root of Chesed and Gvura. So all the way down here in this world, when there's Chesed, it's rooted in the Yecholte Lahoyer. When there's Gvura or Helam, it's rooted in the Keiche Shalei Lahoyer. And unfortunately, as we shall also discuss, when there's enough Helam is Vestatim and it's Nishtalshal, Gvura's the Gedusha could end up becoming Gvura's cautious of the worst type. So we say that we live in a world, Elam Hazar Gashmi, is a world, Shakola. The Dakei Elam is Koshim Veroim, as the Alter Rebbe brings from Itzchayim and Tanya, Perik Vov, Perik Zayin, and that the Shem Gevrim Bey, the point of Molek Klippes Vesitra Achre Chesh Tukaf LeMachupul, in the language of Perik Lamed Vov, all that is a stalshul from Gvura, but not Lechatchila, because Gvura and Etzem is just the Eibushes Kayach to not be made. However, when it goes through stalshul, it's many, many, many levels. And the way language of Chassidus and the Rebbe repeats it many times, and so on, it could ultimately end up being a helm that is not a positive helm that leads to all the tzodahs that we have in Golas. So you see from the Gvura has both sides. On one hand, it's Say, Ebus is a godl, which is chesed, and is also a gibbet. That's a positive attribute. But it also has the capacity to go to the darkest place as well, which we'll talk about as well. Chesed, on the other hand, even though there's also chesed de plishtim and chesed de lumazel, like Ishmael, now with too much chesed, as I said before, can flood. It can also destroy. But it's never going to be as harsh as gvuras. Uh, that's why it actually says in chesedis that Interesting that the Golas under Yishmaelim, which was comes from Chesed, was never as harsh as the Golas under the under uh, Remi under Esau Malchus Eden, was always harsher. The Golas under the basically under the Christians and the Romans and the Western world was much more much harsher for the Eden than all the years of the Golas under the Yishmaelim, because Chesed as Sof Kol Sof even the even Chesed that goes the wrong direction completely is still Chesed. And Gvura, Helam, I mean, the Rebbe brings it in many different contexts. It's brought in Chassidus, uh, even in Chinuch, when you say, Le'elam, Yemin Mekareves, Smel Deche. So Yemin is Chesed, and Smel Deche is Gvura. So Yemin Mekareves, I, you'll say, if you give too much Chesed to your student or to your child, you could spoil them. But uh, remember the Rebbe once said more than once in the Fabrengen, that the worst is you did too much Chesed. But if you do too much gvura, you actually can destroy a person. Gvura means harshness. And if you judge someone too much and you're too disciplined, so too much gvura is going to always be more destructive than too much chesed. Again, this doesn't mean chesed doesn't need a balance. You need chesed also. Yotzim emeno yishmal from Avram. So chesed of Avram brought yishmal. And yishmal was no tzaddik, even though he did do tshuva. 
Esav, however, has far harsher implications. Yatsmenu from Yitzchok. So you have the Chesnen Gvurim as two Kavim. And just to sum up, the two Kavim originate, as I said, in the highest levels. Yecholte Lohoyer, Shaloy Lohoyer. Or later we become the Koyach HaGili and the Koyach HaHelem. And the language that the Alter Rebbe brings in Shaykh Vamuna, that is the Koyach HaGili, Shem Shemogen Hashem Alekim. That's Chesed, Gili. And then, Hein Hein Gvuresov. That's the Tzimtzum. The Tzimtzum is part of the Ebrishter's Koyach. It says, Hein Hein Gvuresov. The thing is, we, the Makablim, don't see that. You just see concealment. And the Moshe Lahayadur, the famous example from the Magid that the Rebbe brings, in many places, a famous Sichel Tubishvat Lametes, when the Rebbe was crying, one of the most crying Sichels you'll ever hear, where the Rebbe brings the Moshal is what? That the father hides from his child in order that the child should, to, to elicit the ingenuity of the child, deeper Kaychis, they should find his father. What happened? The father hides himself so well that the child can't find him. And he looks and looks, and like the Rebbe said then, Zuntigizuch, Montigizuch, Tinstigizuch. He's looking on Sunday, I can't find him. So he gives up. And then the Rebbe said the words, the strong words. He said, the king Sholdik. The father hid himself, hid himself so well. In other words, the Ebrishtik's Gvudas are very beautiful and very powerful. The Ebrishtik could hide himself quite well. And he hides himself so well that we get deceived into thinking that he's not there. You know, you could have that suffix. And the Gemara Tarka says, When Moshe Rabbeinu asked the Ebrishtik, how could you write in the Torah, Nasa Odom? Loshan Rabim, it'll create the impression that there's a duality, the shit of Chaz Mashalam. There's only Hashem Achad, what's Nasa? An interesting, strange answer the Gemara gives. Haretzalit is it that the Ebrister says. Those that want to make a mistake will make a mistake. So everyone asks the question what is this? The Ebrister setting up for a mistake? So the Chachila, write Asa, Adam Bitzalam Elikim. Why does he have to write Nasa? To put in, to build in. Exactly like concealing himself. So, of course, the answer ultimately is because that's the way they wish to create a world, a world of Helen, where you could make a mistake and convince yourself that you don't see course, And therefore, you could end up having your own life. And instead of just to show where Gvura can ultimately happen. The Kavana of the Gvura is Tzimtzum B'Shvila Gili. The whole point of it is in order to be Megal, that the son, the child, should find the father. That we in this Helam of Elam Haza, Elam Eloshan Helam, especially the Helam of Golas, should do our effort and not buy into the concealment and look through it and dig until we find Elokus. But it definitely gives to the potential for the opposite. And the more we feed into the opposite, the more the Helam gets stronger, obviously. When you convince yourself this, it's a hell and la'atzmei, it's not b'shvil ha'gilah. The Rebbe, the, I'm sorry, Fidik Rebbe in a famous maimer, Al-Kain Yemir HaMoishlin, Tafresh Sadek Aleph. One of the Yisaitis that come out of is the maimer Basel Gani Tafshel Amar Aleph is built on it somewhat. So it's good night to ruin that maimer whenever you have a chance. It's a very, Yisaitis that come out in the sense where he explains the Ishtalshlis how from the Helam Lamaila the Simpson ultimately evolved Shvira Sakelim, and from Shvira Sakelim, Mir Talavona, and from Mir Talavona, Chetet Sadas, and then from there, the rest is history, of course. In other words, it all began with the Kaychei Shalei which is a 
just as equal powerful Kayach, if not more powerful than Kayach However, it has this possibility that after Rebbe ultimately it would lead to the Simpson addition, which is also what the Ebishter wants. But the Rebbe, the Fidika Rebbe says they have very strong Lushen. He says that the Simpson itself is Hepecha Kavona. That's his Lushen, Hepecha Kavona. So of course, what do you mean? The Ebishter made the Simpson. We didn't make it. You could say Chet, a sin is Hepecha Kavona. I could say Simpson is Hepecha Kavona. Because the Helen was never the Kavona. The Kavona was the Gili Bishvil, Helen Bishvil Gili. So if Helen al is not the Kavona, not and from that is nishtalshul shvidas hakelim in teyu, and from that would come mir talavona, the diminishment of the moon, and ultimately that was the source lamaila for what would allow for the chet etzadas, which of course is the first chet like we all know from Bosilagani, shirashirim naba on pasuk Bosilagani. That that there was gili lamata, and the chet, well, it, what created the first siluk, that the shchina was nostalgic from eretz to the chirkiyashvi, and then it could have been reversed, but it wasn't. And every generation after that, the stalkus or the concealment was deeper, all the way to the rikiyah hadishin, and then came Avram, and what did he do? His chilahoyer. Avram came and began to bring back Oyer into this Cheshach. So from the Kiyashvi to Shishi and then Yitzchok and all the way to Moshe Der Ashvi, the Medr says, who brought the Shekhinah back by Matan or by the Mishkin, Lamato, as it was in the beginning of creation before Prichet Tzadas. But obviously not permanently, gave the Kayach, and permanently will be lost at Lavi. So essentially all the Aved that we're doing right now is to be Megala in that place of Helen, Elikus, just so I was, uh, I teach every morning, I am Bez, so there's a powerful Lushen on page in Chele Gimel, um, uh, where he talks about Hamtokas HaGvuris, I'm saying it in context of Chesla and Gvura. In Chele Gimel, I believe it's page 13, 19. So he says there, Hamtokis, Hagvuris, Ayadeh Hachsadim. That's what he says there. That the whole Yisod of Teda is Hamtokis, Hagvuris, Ayadeh Hachsadim. And he explains. Because the whole purpose of Teda Mitzvah is to be Megala, Chesed, the Gilealikus, in a place of Helen, which is Din and Gvura. And he goes there, the big Arich is there about Hamtokis, Hagvuris, and Hachsadim, which I'll, I'll talk about, but I'll talk about it a little later, maybe this class or the next. So, bottom line is, Again, going back from the macrocosm to the microcosm, Chesed Gvura Vatsilis, which I was talking more specifically to Midas, among all the seven Midas of the Ebishter Natsilis, among the ten Sphiris, is really a microcosm of the, these two Kavim that will that reign supreme and define all the Shtalshlis. The Kayecha Gili of, Ka, of uh, Chesed, the Kayecha Gvura of Helam. So sometimes the Kav, that's mayor after the Tzimtzum is considered to be Kav Shal Chesed. Chut Shal Chesed. And the Tzimtzum is Gvura. Now it really begins with Eirein Sof, which is Chesed, Lifnat Tzimtzum. Then comes Gvura. But then the order reverses. After the Tzimtzum comes the Kav. But the Kav itself has to constantly work with a Gili, Helam, like a regulator. Like I said before, gas and brakes. You could have a Gili, but every Gili has to be the Fiera HaKelim. 
And that's really what defines Yishtalshalus. Every Olam and every Svira is defined by Leipochus Velayesed. Who regulates it? The regulator, Kava Mida, is essentially enough, flo enough is flowing. That's Chesed, but there also has to be a Helam, a Tzimtzum, that regulates the flow, like a faucet. If, it, if there's no faucet, there's no regulator, it'll just either flood or it'll be missing. Like you say, let's say like the blood that flows within our arteries and veins. So we may take it for granted, but the fact is it needs a perfect mix of chesed and gvura. If the blood was too thin, it could hemorrhage. If the blood was too thick, it could clot and create a stroke. So you need a perfect balance that the blood is thick enough, but not too thick and thin enough. What keeps that regulation? That's part of the Niflais Habeda, of how a healthy body works, that there's a chesed and gvura balance. And wherever you look in life, Everywhere is this. I mentioned before about water. We can't live without water. But too much water floods and can destroy things. So you have to have always the balance in, uh, in uh, relationships, whether it's husband and wife, whether it's children and parents, whether it's friends. There's always a chesed vuda dance and balance that's necessary for the harmony to be complete. Chesed is the giving part, the closeness. Gvuda is, is the boundaries, the space. And you, you must have both. There's no way you can exist without it. And everywhere you look, you start looking, you'll realize it's almost everywhere in Yiddishkeit you'll find somewhere a chesed and gvura balance. Coming to Matan Tera. When the Ebers said that Seres HaDibras, it says, I'll call Dibra Dibra Parcha Nishmosa. That's essentially overwhelming chesed, overwhelming them. And that's where the Ebers did Nital to re-revive them. The Eden had to stand far, it says they should not stand close to the Maha Sinai. They can get hurt. This is always the call, boundaries. Havdalah between Shabbos Lechel. Havdalah comes from Gvura. But at the same time, the Kavana is uh, Achdus. But you can't have a proper Achdus in a structured universe without proper boundaries. So you have the human body, it's filled with millions and billions and trillions of cells, and yet everything has its space. For example, the food pipe and the windpipe are necessary to have a boundary. If God forbid the food gets into the windpipe, it's not good. Or the other way around. And wherever you look, you're gonna see that the structure of existence, for anything to be a structure, it's chest and gvura. I once talked about this actually in a business conference, where they wanted, they wanted to have business uh, principles based on chassidus and kabbalah. So I brought this up and I said, in any business structure, you're gonna see any businesses that are failing, whether in management, or in, uh, in, in implementing their goals, you'll see there's a chest and gvuda problem. Sometimes the, the proper boundaries, two people doing the same job, they shouldn't be doing the same job. They stop stepping on each other, they start stepping on each other. And so many different ways that you can use these principles that apply to so many areas in life. So this is like some practical applications, even in Yon, even in the Chil. Now for sure in Gdusha, chest and gvuda is a yusod of everything. Chesed Adal Terebbe says, in Tanya Chesed, the Midah of Chesed is Ava, the Midah of Gvura is Yira, Ava Sashem, Yira Sashem. The Shedish of all positive mitzvahs, Ramach Mitzvahs is, is Ava Chesed, and the Shedish of all mitzvahs Lesa says Gvura is, um, is, uh, is Gvura, is Yira, which is Gvura, and that's the Yisod, Chesed and Gvura. Eish Dos Lomid, the Tere is both, and you need that balance. Another Physical example of the two is often you find chesed is compared to mayim and gvura to ish. And it's exactly that. 
What does Mayim do? Mayim yerdim and makim gavayel and makim namuch. Like I said before, a flow. Esh is the exact opposite. It rises. That's the difference. Because chesed is a hamshacha, is a hashpa. And gvura is, with, is, inter, is, is, is withholding. It's internal. So it rises up. Mamata lamayla. Chesed is mamayla lamayla. Another thing is that water makes things expand. And fire makes things uh, crumple up. You put a piece of paper in, in fire, you see it, it rolls up. Because it's like, it's symptom. It causes everything to contract, essentially. So, Mayim and Eish, Lamata, obviously is not, uh, they're Gashmizdik entities, but like everything Lamata has a Ruchnizdik Sheresh. So, Chasen Gvura is the Sheresh for Mayim and Eish. We say, Avakamayim, or Avakadishbe Eish. Again, there's two types of love. There's a love that is calm like water, and there's a love that burns passionately like fire. So there's the Eish of the Av of, of, of Chesed and the Av of, of Gvura. There's many, many more applications I can go on and on, just giving some examples um, that just help put things into context. But another thing I wanted to add is this. Sometimes you'll see in Chesedis, which confuses many, it confused me at least when I learned it the first time, and I hear a lot of people ask this question. Sometimes Chassidus suddenly turns around and says that Gvura has a mile over Chesed, not just a mile of Helam over Gili, like I mentioned, but Tagbedes Achayis. Gvura is intensity. Now, Tagbedes Achayis sounds more intense and more Chesed than Chesed is. Now, as Chesed would be, let's say, you're pushing something a certain, with a certain strength. Tagbedes Achayis is you're using a lot of strength. So when you push something with a lot of strength, is it chesed or is it gvura? Because on one hand, pushing something, like let's say hashpa, you, you want to give somebody love, you want to give somebody tzaka, and you do it, okay, you do it with a certain measure, giving them $100. But then there's the tagbeda sachais, you have a surge of energy, you want to give them $1,000. Is that a chesed thing or a gvura thing? So gvura has simsum and din, it's not. Because simsum and din is magbil. Is limiting. It's like a person would limit and make a cheshben. They wouldn't just, you know, a giving person doesn't make cheshbenes. But on the other hand, Chassidus does talk about that when you have tagbeda sachais, a certain surge of energy, that is, comes from gvura. Because gvura also has the meaning of strength. So you could have, essentially, gvura can make chesed stronger than chesed is. So the key thing to remember here is that's not really a stida. Because in Shedesha and Yonim, as I said before, from the point of view of the mashpia, it takes more strength to withhold than to give. I'm not talking about a person who's a stingy person who's a... Is, is a is, we're talking about a, a, a person, a healthy person who's a pitayda. And the tayda tells him that now do not show chesed, it's harder for him than to show chesed. Because a good, kind person is very hard for him not to be uh, kind. But if for whatever reason he's told to restrain himself. And I'm not saying chas to be the opposite. Just that he can't let, you know, like I said before, um, let me a simple example. You're, you're all young uh, couples and young families, but one day your children will get a little older, Hashem, and uh, you see they're making a mistake. You have a, an, an adult child, 20 years old, and they're making a mistake. You see they're making a mistake in the choice they make. But they're adults at this point. They're not going to necessarily listen to you. So there are parents who put their foot down, and they say, this is what I want you to do. And either they get into a fight, or even if they win, the parent, it doesn't leave good taste. 
Because it creates this, because uh, at some point this uh, child is going to become older and they won't listen. It's one of the hardest things for a parent when you see your own, someone you love doing something that you think is wrong to control yourself. But sometimes that's what you need to do. I could show you letters from the Rebbe where the Rebbe tells parents you have to let them learn from their own mistakes. We're not talking about Chaz Rishon, Rachman, Lutzvan, Fnei Sit and Mikshel. Someone's about to do something that's life-threatening. Obviously, then you do whatever you have to do. But we're talking about and choices people make. Because the fact is, when a child begins to walk, there's no way you can walk if you, can't, if you don't fall. So a parent will have so much Rachmanus on the child and say, you know, I don't want my child to ever fall. My child's not going to fall. What do you think is going to happen? You hold your child up. Every time, your child will never learn to walk on their own. God forbid. You stand there and you show the child, hey, I'm here for you. Take a step. Walk toward me. You want to empower them that they should do it on their own. Why am I saying this? Because Gvura takes a lot more energy and more effort than Chesed. The only thing is, the Gvura is Behelem. You don't see how much effort. And I was just, Chabon uh, by a Shiva call. Someone told me, you know, I never appreciated my, uh, my, my mother because now I look back, I'm a, I'm a mother myself, and I see how much restraint she exercised. You don't see most of what your parents do for you, you don't see. What you see is, is a part of it. They support you, they help you. I'm talking about, you know, obviously healthy parents. But the things they don't do, which say, you know, the things they stay up at night, or the things that you don't see are far more powerful than the things you see. If you look at a tree, the most powerful part of the tree are the roots under the ground. So the things that are, so Gvura's power is Tagbedis, is Behelem, that's the thing. For the Ebrishtus, Chofetz, Chesed, it's much easier to do Chesed, Kavyochel, than to do Gvura. Kemuvan, for the Ebrishtus, Gvura and Chesed are equal. So just a dogma. But the point is, it takes more energy to withhold than to give. So the truth is, when you're able to, uh, let's call it, um, release and free the energy within Gvura is going to be a lot more powerful than Chesed. That's why you see Chesedis gives the example of Gvura and Chesed as what? A dam. Let's say water is Chesed. Water is running down a river. Okay, it's running, it's running a certain pace, 10 miles an hour, 5 miles an hour, whatever it is. Build a dam, resistance, build a wall. What do you think will happen? The water starts building up, building up, building up. This is a Moshlech Siddis in a number of places. And then what happens? The water creates so much intensity that, first of all, today we have partial water energy just from that. And then when it breaks through the dam, it's so powerful. It could be like from 10 miles an hour. It can suddenly be like 1,000 miles an hour, or whatever, however they measure water power. And not only that, Siddis sometimes brings, not only does it break through the dam, that the dam itself becomes part of the flow. The stones of the wall also become part of the flow. So what caused the chesed to suddenly be so powerful? It was the resistance. It was the... Now, when you're seeing the resistance, you don't see it. You don't see the power of the wall. You see the water. But then, when, you, when it does get revealed, it's a tremendous... It's not even be'erach. So the truth is, it's not a stira. The takbeiras achayis of gvura comes from the tremendous keich uh, of, of helam that just concealed that's, that, that is withholding. Just psychologically speaking, for example, um, to um, when people, unfortunately, they suffer trauma or they suffer loss, God forbid, and they have a lot of pain inside and they never expressed it to anyone. So you'd think, okay, they're very much in control, everything is nice. The truth is the secrets you carry and the pain you carry 
is far more powerful than when you express it. Because when you express it, at least is a, it's like, a, think of a kettle. You know, a kettle, you're boiling water, you want to make tea. You're boiling water. Imagine the kettle didn't have a spout. What would happen? It would, it would uh, implode, it would explode at some point. So the idea of expressing yourself, like the Gemara says, that person should speak, or the other Pirish is Heschadas, that when you speak, you're able to free yourself and therefore you can distract yourself from it. But the ability to express is actually very freeing. When a person holds everything in, like a dam, that what builds up inside is so much tension that nobody sees it, but it's inside, it can make, it can drive a person completely crazy. It could turn a person into so many things psychologically. And this is part of being trained when you, when you see somebody, they see, you could tell, those that are trained can tell that inside they're carrying tremendous amount of pain. Even though on the outside everything seems in control and everything is nice. Because the Kayacha Helen is much more powerful than the Kayacha Gili. However, its Surah is Shal Helen. So Gvura has that as well. In that Kayacha Din, in that Kayacha Simpson, there's tremendous power. When it's, when it's, when it's harnessed, when it's uh, released, it can create tremendous Kayach Lamal Yusa. I'll just conclude. I saw the famous letter from the Rebbe to, uh, about Sivas Hashem, when the Rebbe established Sivas Hashem. So there was those that had tainus. The Rebbe got letters from all kinds of individuals. The, the model for Eden was always Rabbi Akiva, not Bar Kokhva. Why are we suddenly making a model of, of soldiers and army? Sivas Hashem. The model was always Tere, Darke Sholem. You know, here teaching children military tactics and everything with military symbolism and so on. And the Rebbe has a beautiful letter, how he thought about it, and, and, and the contrary. It's about Sivis Hashem, not Sivis, we're not talking about war, we're talking about Ruchni. But the end of the letter is an interesting uh, paragraph. The Rebbe says another benefit is that there are children that are by nature more aggressive. So the Gemara says that when a person is aggressive, in Shabbos, so it can come from Mazel Maidim, so he could end up being either a Sheikhet or a Moel, or he could be a Sheikh Dam, a murderer. So the Rebbe said that to Tzivus Hashem, because it does have certain elements of military symbolism, it can help channel those children that have aggression, Gvura, basically, channel it toward Gdusha. Because aggression could also be used in good ways. It doesn't have to be used necessarily in negative ways. I just thought it was an interesting way the Rebbe applied that you can use Tagbeda Sachayis of Gvura toward Gdusha things. And then, of course, it's, it's on the contrary. It becomes part of the Gdusha. So this is uh, an overview. I'm going to talk more about this. I see we need more time. So I'll do it next week. I'll go into more into some elements of Midas HaGvura or Svidas HaGvura. So this covers more or less the, the general subject, at least in the Tukavim, Ches and Gvura, Helam and Gilu, and all the different aspects. So everyone have a good day.